podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. We are live today, as per usual. Uh, welcome to the FPL Winnie Show, our weekly Sunday FPL show. Today, um, as per usual, again, with Jani, and uh, it's me, FPL Guns, Ali Jahangirov. How are you doing, Jani? I'm very well, mate. Yeah, lovely to be here. It's been a it's been a while since we chatted FPL. Um, I'm enjoying the Sunday morning chats. We've kind of moved in the last month from uh, afternoon to morning. And for everyone listening on podcasts, I think many are listening on on the on the Monday morning commute to work. So shout out to all those starting their working week. But yeah, we record this off the back of, well, as always, like lots of activity. So last week we saw EFL Cup semis. We now know that Man United, uh, Man United, Chelsea and Liverpool in the EFL Cup final. That means game week 26 for them is very likely to be a blank. Potentially we get a double game week for Liverpool in 25 as a result of that. And FA Cup action this weekend, we've seen the likes of Spurs losing to Man City. So we now know Spurs, they have a fixture in game week 29. Um, and it's still up in the air over to, as to what fixtures will happen in game week 29. But it looks like it's likely to be five or six fixtures. Um, so, yeah, loads going on. I guess the biggest news, though, Ali, last week was it was always going to be off the back of that Spurs City game. It was going to be what minutes did De Bruyne get? What minutes did Haaland get? And we now feel like we know a little bit more going into Burnley. We still don't know if either of them start. I would be very, very surprised to see Haaland start. Would you? Yeah, I'd be surprised as well. It's a different case with KDB, but Haaland, uh, he wasn't in the squad uh, against Spurs. So I guess the first step would be a short cameo, maybe yeah. against Burnley. Uh, but uh, only time will tell. So we can speculate all you want. But, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the reports are saying he's just fine. He's been training. Uh, he's been in full training for a while now. And um, you never know with this uh, reports. And uh, we'll see him whenever he's on the sheet. So it's it's it's, yeah. it's hard to predict at the moment. But I, I reckon he can get 15 to 20 minutes cameo against Burnley. We're going to have to dive. As soon as we're on Man City, we've got to dive straight into the minutes then for De Bruyne as well. But before we do, Ali, I noticed you're wearing a fantasy Premier League T-shirt. Was that part of your goodie bag for winning FBL? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's one of the items that I've received for winning it. So, um, nice. It's a nice What else t-shirt. did you get? What else did you get? I got a goodie bag. Um, I got a football, pens, notebooks, uh, basically a watch, Um Apple MacBook, there's oh. a lot of good stuff. So, uh, you know, greetings to FPL headquarters. <laughs> you got tickets to a game as well, right? They flew you over to London, put you up in a hotel. Yeah, the main, the main prize was, you know, two tickets for uh, two, you know, Premier League games. And it yeah. was within a week. Uh, they've pretty much covered all their accommodations and traveling. So it was a good experience. Nice, nice. Um I didn't realize you got a watch and a laptop as well. That's pretty cool. Was it? Was it? Is, is Tag the official timekeeper of the Premier League? Was it a Tag watch? Uh, no, it's Hublot. It's a, oh, they changed to Hublot now. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, mm, nice. Oh, cool. Well, look, guys, welcome to the show. Good to see so many in the live chat. If you're listening on catch up or on demand, then hello to all you guys. Do hit that like and subscribe button. And as always, check out the Fantasy Football Scout members area. Loads of you will watch Scout videos. The vast majority of you will be members if you're not then go check it out if you fancy accessing a wealth of material including access to loads of cool data um which i've been using this week um 
many this week are selling Salah, Ali. I'm still not sure if I'm doing it. The most popular replacement is De Bruyne. He's had three price rises. But let's speak about some of those Salah replacements because De Bruyne, Jota, Richarlison, Foden, they're probably the big four. What's your take? What are you planning on doing with Salah and who are you most keen on? Um, my plan is to get KDB at the moment because uh, I didn't want him to start against Spurs because uh, that, in you know, in my logic, it would mean that uh, he would be most likely benched against an easier fixture. Right. Uh, but <clears throat> uh, he didn't start. But I, I think it was um, he assisted the goal, the winner, I believe, from the corner, and he would be yeah. in most of the set pieces. I think. There's a risk. I don't. I don't think he. You know, he does ninety minutes against Burnley, even if he starts. But he can mm. do enough damage uh, in sixty minutes. So he's one of my favorite FPL assets. So um, I like him a lot, and I would most likely be bringing him in because I have already have Foden. The only, yep. co- you know, the only discussion I, the only conversation, it's only between him and Jota because Jota is in the mix as well. De Bruyne got, I think, 21 minutes against Newcastle when he came in and got those 13 points. And just looking, against Spurs, he came on in the 65th minute. So he's gone from 21 to 25, slightly more minutes, but that's two now cameos off the bench. Man City don't play till the Wednesday. They obviously play Friday. So having got half an hour, because, you know, with, with added time, half an hour against Spurs, we're both thinking there's a veering towards him getting 60 then. And 60 minutes against Burnley could be big. Do you, however, look at the minutes and go, he ain't playing 90, Foden could play 90. Yes, I might bring him in, but for captaincy, is Foden above De Bruyne just purely as a minutes play for you? I've looked at his minutes and he's only played 75 minutes in one of his last six appearances in the Premier League, I believe. And uh, the rest of them, he played full 90s. And um, yes, he's more of a, you know, reliable option in terms of the X min- minutes, and uh, would I captain him? Um, yeah, it's fifty-fifty between both because uh, one has a higher ceiling, one has uh, minutes, uh, and I'm pretty sure there will be goals late in the game. So, um, and you never know. You know, even with Man City is approaching this game with a nearly fully field, fit squad. And mm. I think Bernardo Silva, Doku is always there, and uh, Alvarez is fit as well. So there's a lot of good attacking options, and uh, fixture congestion is getting um, from now on, especially with the Champions League around the corner in February. I think uh, there will be rotation, you know, rotation going on in City, and <clears throat> I believe uh, it's a viable option for Ford and captaincy. I think that's where I'm going. I think if I own Richarlison, I'd have a real, real headache. I think Richarlison at home to Brentford's a good fixture, playing number nine. Again, should be good for 90 on pens. Um, any temptation for you to buy Richarlison? Because we're in a similar boat here. Like Richarlison won't play in game week 26. He will play in game week 29. Um, there's a question mark for me still. Somehow it's still there. When Son is back, I don't think he's absolutely nailed Richarlison. I think with Werner's addition, there could be Werner games in there. There could be Richarlison games, but it'll be one or the other. Um, 
what, what's your take with Richarlison? Because again, a lot of bringing him in this week to captain him. And I, I get that. I think this week he's a brilliant option. I, I believe they will miss game week 26, won't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. That's done. Yeah, pretty yeah, yeah, I have Poro in my team and um, I'm planning to have, you know, triple Liverpool by game week 25 in, yeah. in case they double. Yeah. And having them and, you know, two Spurs assets will be a really hit, a big headache in game week 26 for me because um, I want to navigate 26 without chips and that would make it really hard and um, um well it's it's a viable option if you have him in a team it's a good captaincy option but if you don't just like me i, I don't think there's a you know big reason enough to uh, uh bring him in ahead of just a couple of weeks before the blank so yeah no i hear that i hear that um Jota, we've spoken about briefly. Jota's a player we both adore. Like he's a greedy, good FPL, very good FPL option. Um, playing number nine for the best attack in the league at the moment. Um, for me, the, the big issue with Jota is I look at it and go, "Oh, he's got two hard fixtures." That shouldn't matter too much because I think he'll they'll score goals against Chelsea and Arsenal. But it's not the best week. Doesn't feel like the best week to buy him. Obviously, if we get a double game week announcement in twenty five, then straight away and we have that guarantee and that assurance. He's a legit captaincy option because he's a, he's he's so explosive, right? Yeah, he is explosive. The ceiling is high. Um, I like the trio of Liverpool at the moment because Darwin, uh, Diaz on the right, and Jota down the middle. I think they've played extremely well against Bournemouth, and um, you could see that they're ticking. When Salah is in a team, he's uh, they play a different style of football, and. Uh, yeah. Having Diaz uh, on the right wing, I think it just changed the uh, changes the whole dynamic of the team, and uh, he's playing more to assist rather than Salah to cut in and shoot. So it's it's more chances for Darwin and um, Jota in case you know Diaz is putting up a good you know uh, final pass or so. So I have Darwin at the moment, and Jota is not too far from my team. So I'll be I'll be bringing him in, if not this game week, probably next or the after. So yeah, that's it. Similar for me. I look at it and go, Liverpool got Chelsea and Arsenal, but then in twenty four they've got Burnley, and then twenty five we hope it's a double. If we get that set of three fixtures over two game weeks of Burnley, Brentford, and Luton, we're gonna want double, if not triple. Liverpool we're gonna want triple Liverpool, even with a blank in twenty six. So I look at it and go, probably going to be holding off from Darwin at Josh at the moment. I think I'll have him by 24. Although, look, by 24, we might have more news on Mo Salah. And again, we'll be scrambling back for Salah. And the big question mark I guess I have when I sell Salah this week is, one, if he's fit in 24-25, would I bring him straight back in? Or would I go without him knowing in 26 they blank? And then number two is, is De Bruyne a sensible replacement, knowing at the moment money's not an issue? But next week, we're all going to be buying Haaland. We might be looking to buy, if we don't have a Salah or a Trent or a Jota two weeks later, and a third man or second man City asset. And I look at the Salah slot and go, should I be a little bit more moderate in my thinking? Should I be starting to save a little bit of money and go to, say, a Jota or a Richarlison over a De Bruyne, who's obviously so expensive? Do you look at that Salah spot and go, Oh, spending the sort of money that De Bruyne requires could be seen as a luxury. Um, the, the good point. It's a fair point because um, for me, 
the advantage of getting De Bruyne is that it's not the price wise it's not too far from Salah so you don't have to make a mega operation in your team to bring in Salah back I apologize oh good so Ali's uh, just clearing his throat it's early in the morning and oh, it's not early in the morning for you is it <laughs> no it's uh it's a midday um <laughs> There's there is a conversation to be have about Trent as well because a lot of people have sold him just like I did and uh, if you if you're talking about budget, having Trent back in your team is you know making things even more complicated. And in terms of KDB, I think uh, I will be most likely bringing him in, and um, when Salah gets back, um, I will look at his. Know, current form because he's just coming back from injury you never know if it's how long it will take his agent said yeah. it's three to four weeks but uh, you never yeah. know so uh, we don't we're not used to Salah being out uh, injured because he's just a machine he's been so consistent in recent two or three years five years or especially with injuries he's never been injured yeah and um, back to your question I think you know, Kevin De Bruyne, in my case, um, I will find it easier to get back to Salah from him rather than, you know, downgrading Salah to, let's say, Richarlison or 8 million meat or, or, or else. So it's it's it won't require a bigger operation mm, in that case. Yeah. Oh, it's such a tough one. I think we're both in a similar sort of question over our teams. Let's have a look at how we've been getting on though, Ali, in terms of our teams so far and, and our plans moving forward. So um, who's going to kick us off? It's my team on the screen. So um, last you know, Sunday when we were talking about our teams, I think we had two or three games left in the game week. So um, I'm on a big, big green arrow. I was, uh, you know... 1.4 million overall rank uh, before this game week, and I've basically halved my rank thanks to uh, Martinelli captaincy, which was you know very very lucky because he didn't start that game. He came off the bench and uh, managed to score really late in the game, um, so he had a brace in that game, which you know I really enjoyed, and it was a lucky decision, but. You make your own luck, though, Ali. You've deserved it. And I think it just showed, like, in a game week where loads of us owned and captained Saka, Martinelli, yeah, he's only on the pitch for five minutes, but he's always looking to get on that ball in behind. And he's always a goal threat. He's very direct. He doesn't... Saka plays with far more control. Martinelli plays with more direction, which is why I think if that when they're given the same amount of minutes, purely in terms of goal threat, and if you take penalties out of the equation, Martinelli's the the asset the problem is with martinelli is the minutes aren't assured he's not on pens and he rarely plays 90 um but you deserve those points i think mate for for being so brave yeah it was it was again a lucky decision but a lot of people captain palmer so it, it wasn't a bad decision many burnt with saka captaincy so um it's uh, you know it's a a little bit of luck helped me a lot. Uh, I didn't realize that uh, second league, the second chance league uh, has just started, so I'm doing pretty well over there. Uh, hmm. So I was my game week rank was 42k. So um, 
I can't believe you're actually checking it and playing the second chance, Ali. That is brilliant. If you win FPL two seasons on the trot because of your second chance performance, it's like the FPL Cup when managers aren't having the best season. They jump on the, uh, oh, I'm through to the uh, quarterfinals of the FPL Cup. I'm like, I don't even know that what what if I'm in the FPL Cup. Is it even called that? But fair play on the second chance league. That That is that is something to aim for, for anyone that's not had the best start of seasons. Why not play for it? I'm not, I'm not checking the cups because, uh, you know, it's head-to-head uh, tie type of a uh, thing. And you don't want to make changes just because of one week and uh, playing a certain player. But second chance is really good for those who had a poor start and, you know, catching yeah, up. Right. It's still, you know, keeping all the players engaged. And I like I like the addition of second chance, especially now when, when I had, when I'm in the uh, conversation because I had a poor start. Hmm. So I'm looking forward to it. The um, last season, how did you get on uh, winning FPL? Did you even look at the cup and how did you get on in the cup? Do you know? I've, I've gone pretty far. Uh, I, I was going to say every week was pretty much a good week for you last last yeah, year. So I'm guessing you, you smashed it in there too. Yeah, I think I went out and gave it 35 or so. I, I went really yeah. far, 34, 35. So it was uh, I was just checking it for for fun. I, it wasn't really affecting my decisions, but um, it was a fun, you know, to be involved in in that cup uh, so late. Yeah, well, look, 1.4 million to 700k. You're smashing it. Long may those green arrows continue. Um, good to see uh, so many faces in the chat as well. Uh, let's have a quick look at my team then and then get back to some of those topical questions. We're both liking De Bruyne this week. We're going to talk a little bit more about captaincy and percentage of players' chance of buying a particular player. Like Ali, I'm going to ask you to put a percentage on the likelihood that you buy De Bruyne or different percentages on what you do with, with Salah. So I'll give mine first as well. But first, let's see my team. Um, yeah, I mean, the, when we last streamed, I didn't have the Brighton assets in. So yeah, I got to 69 points. That was a green arrow. My overall rank is around 45k. I'm really happy with that. Like I, I don't see, I don't see many of my, like we've, we've, because we're content creators, we've got lots of friends over the last five years that are fellow content creators and play FPL really seriously. The like, the likes of all the FPL Twitter gang and, and all the scout guys. And I'm, I'm delighted to say, I don't see many with as, as short a rank as me, um, which is, which is amazing. Um, so I'm having a really good season because we shouldn't do, but we often compare ourselves to other content creators. And I remember last season, I was like, ah, oh, you know, mid rank of between content creators was like, oh, I'm doing really rubbish. So actually this season, it's nice to kind of look and go, oh, I'm kind of top of the charts there at the moment there's still so much to be played of course but 45k i'm i'm happy my planned move was going to be watkins to harland if harland played against spurs that that move's going to wait a week and look it might become solanke to harland because the watkins fixtures are nice and the solanke fixtures he's got a couple of tricky ones in a couple of weeks so now my decision needs to be over do i sell mo salah or do I hold him another week and give myself two transfers next week when I bring in Haaland and maybe a De Bruyne? Um, if I sell Salah this week, I've got a benching headache. I'll probably be benching Pascal Gross for Luton away, possibly Solanke for West Ham away. I'm not benching Cole Palmer. I, I, I'm so, Look, people benched Cole Palmer for his 18-pointer a few weeks ago and I was like, Cole Palmer is Chelsea's best asset. He can score on any given game. And again, against Aston Villa, he played number nine. Um, missed a couple of big chances, sure. 
but I will not be benching Cole Palmer against Liverpool. And I'm surprised there's a lot out there that are doing it. So look, selling Salah for me makes sense until you then go, oh, he's got a benching headache. So is it worth the transfer plus a benching headache? At the moment, I am 40% likely to roll. I am 40% likely to buy De Bruyne. I'm 10% likely to buy Jota. And I'm no, I'm 15% likely to buy Jota and I'm 5% likely to buy Richarlison. That's where I am with my 100%, right? I'm 40, 40, 15, 5. Um, and I'm still not sure. That's the only transfer I'll be making this week. It's either sell Salah or not. Ali, give me your odds on that same move. Uh, I'm 60% buying Kevin De Bruyne and 40% buying Jota. So... It might sway to 50-50 and then I'll flip, flip a coin. But, uh, yeah. but uh, we'll see. We'll see the, we don't have much time for pressers and I, I think yeah. we won't get enough information in terms of the possible lineups and stuff. So we, we can only speculate at this. But uh, I like your team and having benching headaches uh, is not too bad at the moment because uh, once you get out of uh, double game of 25, you will need good players in your bench. Whether yeah. it's Salah or not, of course, you still have Salah, but uh, it's, it's a question mark. That's why I'm, um, I'm not looking to keep Salah for another week because that's too much money in the bank, just you know, sitting on your bench. So um, at the moment, I'm certain about selling Salah, but whether it's Jota or KDB, it's just that's the question. I like your team overall. Um, I was going to ask about the Watkins. Uh, Watkins, would you you know, be willing to sell ahead of good fixtures or yeah. you will wait for a couple more to see how he performs? Yeah, I'm willing to sell whenever I need to with him. Like it, getting Haaland in is going to be so important. I'm not selling Darwin um, ahead of a double in 25, right? So so my, my plan is to either sell Solanke or Watkins. Now, if I was selling this week, as I thought I might be, I've got the money in the bank to make that move in one move, right? The plan was, Originally Darwin, and then it was Watkins. However, maybe next week, Watkins has a really good weekend and Solanke blanks again, and you look at the fixtures Solanke faces, he's got a couple of tricky ones, and if money's not an issue, I could sell Solanke to Haaland. And at the moment, money's not necessarily an issue. Although, look, if I hold on to Salah, maybe it will become one. So it's a, I'm, it's a, it's a really tough decision, but I'm, I, I'm not scared of ownership, and I don't mind selling a, a Watkins or a Saka. And I guess Saka was the other thing, like the other player that was really vulnerable in my team. If the Salah news was better than than we heard, originally we thought Salah might be out for a week or two and then it was three to four. My plan was to hold Salah and sell possibly Saka to De Bruyne. But again, that hasn't materialised because we then got Saka's, Salah's agent come out and go, it's three to four weeks. So both Saka and Watkins, who I think are the First and second highest owned player in the game. Both are really vulnerable in my team. Uh, what about uh, Ivan Tony? What do you think about him? Yeah, again, like I look at that double in 25. And when we talk about entry points of players, the thing that puts me most off about Jota, although I don't think it's a bad place to start because Liverpool are Liverpool. I don't necessarily like buying Jota this week, but in 24, I know I want him. Again, I look at entry point for, for Tony and it's, tough at the moment but come game week 25 with a double yeah it's a bad double but it's still a double I like Tony a lot like if I could swap 
Watkins and Solanke for Haaland and Tony, even this week for free, those two moves I would make. Like on the basis, Haaland gets 20 against Burnley and Tony is just a minutes monster, a bonus points monster. He is the talisman at Brentford. And he's got so much to play for, for the second half of the season. Like we know he's playing for a big summer move. The fixtures after that double in 25, well, they're not bad. It's West Ham, fine. Chelsea and Arsenal are bad, but then it's Burnley. Then it's Man United at home with our score against. Brighton at home is a good fixture for goals. They've got Aston Villa away, Sheffield United at home, Luton away. So like the the, the stretch even for the for like the running is good for Tony. Like I see him as a long-term hold. If I'm bringing Tony in, he's probably staying in for the for like the majority of the remainder of the season. Brentford had a really, really good ending to the, to the season in terms of fixtures uh, because I think start game week 30 or so, they have a sea of green in the fixture ticket. And <clears throat> that's where most of the uh, engaged FPL managers will be, you know, maybe activating their wild cards and Tony is a very, very appealing option for me for the doubles, of course, but not for this couple of game weeks. I will see and uh, wait for more goals from him. And uh, he, he looks just like, you know, he never missed a game. And he just uh, started the game like he never was absent. So it's, yeah. it's interesting. He was physically good, really you know, involved in the attack, covering the ball, and just a good, good, good player. Um, Ali, let's let's come away from our teams then and give final thoughts ahead of this game week. I think we're both likely to make either one transfer, or for me, maybe none. The more I think about those odds that I gave, I'm going to change 5%. I'm 40% likely to roll. I'm 35% likely to buy De Bruyne. I'm increasing my, my Jota stake from what did I say 10 or 15 20. he's now 20% and Richarlison's five does that add up to 100 um I'm, but yeah and captaincy I'm pretty sure I'm captain in Foden what about you where would you sit on on those on a split on on odds for captaincy like if you bring De Bruyne in are you might you captain him because if I bring De Bruyne in I'm pretty sure I'm not captaining him yeah there's a good chance of me captaining De Bruyne yeah, I thought you'd say that. Yeah. Nice. I'm here for that. So when was and chances of you making two transfers slim? Very slim because um, I don't have any issues in my team at the moment. Who to go for the second? Because my my midfield is looking fine at the moment. Um, maybe I'll have to get rid of most likely Martinelli to get Jota, and Martinelli has a good fixture against. Forest away, so um, it's. I, I don't think I'll be getting Jota this week. It's it's very very slim chance. Yeah. Okay. Jota the slaughter might have to wait another week or two. Ali, it's been awesome chatting. We'll be back next Sunday. Um, I'm enjoying the mornings, guys. Thank you for all your comments in the chat. Um, it's been great having um so many of you contribute in the live chat and so many listen on demand. And when you do listen on demand, on uh, iTunes or Spotify or on YouTube do feel free to drop a comment and let us know if you enjoyed the show and any any uh, tweaks you would like to make to it moving forward um, Ali you can find Ali on Twitter do check out at FPL Guns guys if you're into your YouTube content um, then you can find me on YouTube too I've got my own 
Gianni Batici channel in which I'm going to do a team selection and a captaincy video and a deadline stream all before the game week 22 deadline to go check out my YouTube channel and obviously stay tuned to the scout YouTube channel all week like there is one if not two videos I'm pretty confident in saying this every single day on the scouts YouTube channel um so make sure you're subscribed um Ali any final thoughts from you um it's finally we're getting back to the normal FBL schedule because this couple of weeks uh, of breaks, uh, teams going away, uh, cup games. Uh, finally, Premier League is back, and um, we're just looking forward to our, you know, business end of the FBL season because that's when the we can get on with our strategies for the chip usage and as well as navigating all the doubles and blanks. That that's the part of a uh, of a season we all love. So I'm excited. Yeah, man, me too, me too. Guys, thank you so much. I will see you on the other side. Good luck in Game Week 22. Remember, it's a Tuesday night deadline. Have a good Sunday.